Do you hear that? <laughs> in honor of this blue moon that was just in Pisces, I figured it would be good to have the ocean be a guest star. You hear that? Mm-hmm. So we're sitting by the ocean. Just put my feet in the ocean because feet is ruled by Pisces. The ocean is Pisces. Pisces, Pisces, feet, 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 ocean, ocean, ocean. Okay, let's get into it. Hey, so I decided to make the least evergreen content possible, and it's called Why Is Today Like That? So while the framework is evergreen because we use disability justice, we use re-indigenizing and super queer language, we're just talking about what's going on in the stars for like the next week. So it's like only going to be true for a couple days. Let's get into it. So as you may know, Mercury is now in retrograde, Venus is now direct, so there's a lot of good things happening, and if you didn't know that, if this is your first time here, if you're new to astrology, welcome, we'll break it down, by we, I mean me and the ocean and my dog Bia, me and Bia are always on this podcast, and today we're out by the ocean, (laughs) I just watched um, a, a pelican get a fish, And it was cool. It was very cool. It was very, very cool. So in the spirit of honoring the fact that we're sitting next to the ocean and that the ocean is Pisces, let's go ahead and take a minute to look at what the moon's been doing. So when the moon was in Pisces, it was with Saturn. So during the full moon, you might have gotten some kind of ideas about work or maybe your role in the community. Those are both things ruled by Saturn. And then going into Neptune. Neptune is dreams. Neptune is literally the sea. And it's also the subconscious and the unknown. So, first of all, the blue moon only happens every, like, what, 20-something years? I don't don't know how regular it is, but (laughs) it's been a minute. So this one might have felt really potent. And it happened while Venus was in retrograde. So Venus, uh, a lot of people talk about, like, our closest relationships, our romantic relationships in regards to Venus. And that's all fair and good, but it's also our relationship to like beauty, art, money. What are we creating and what is the byproduct of that? Are we making a living off of it? Are we able to meet our needs? Money is very Venusian as far as like, yes, Capricorn is the work, but the payday is Venus, (laughs) if you know what I mean. So looking at that, looking at our hopes and dreams, looking at how the moon went through Pisces and then into Chiron, which is in Aries with our true node. There's a big lesson on starting right now. And this has been going on for the last couple of years. So if you've been feeling called to start something and there's been a lot of lessons around that, you are not alone. You might have a passion that's calling you. And that's, that's good. I mean, I think it's good. It's very hard work. It's a lot of responsibility to be passionate about to be passionate about the thing you're passionate about. It's a lot of responsibility to have a divine purpose. And like everyone has one, but once you like know it and you're faced with the choice of like pretending you didn't know or like pursuing it, yeah. It's a big it's a big task. So, when the moon was in Aries, that might have been like pretty potent for you right after the full moon. And then going into the next few days, we had probably like up until 
let's see, yesterday the moon went into Gemini, so a few days before that. The moon was in Taurus, which transited. Taurus is also Venusian. It rules money and like stuff. I mean, that's an oversimplification, but you know, this is a short podcast, so we will be oversimplifying things. When Jupiter and Uranus are in Taurus, that means that like wealth and our idea of what it means to have wealth and luck. And it's like an expansive energy. It can be philosophical. It can be interpersonal. It can be literal. But like expansion, expansion, I feel like I said that funny, expansion. And also Uranus is kind of the idea of like, what what else is new? So those are both two growth things. So you may be wanting to grow your... <laughs> This is such an old school word, but like grow your estate. (laughs) Also, there's a dog coming, so I might have to pause because I have my dog with me and she's, yeah, okay. BRB. I'm back. Okay, cool. As you know, I don't edit this. So (laughs) hello, hello. Okay. So anyways, the last few days you may have been thinking about expanding in your estate, which is like a very old school way of saying it, but one thing that might have been kind of like the flow is that you may have felt like you know what your calling is. It feels like very expansive and important work, but you don't know how maybe like how you're going to make money, (laughs) how you're going to make enough money to pay the bills. Like, could you do it full time? Like, you know, it's calling you full time, but could you do it full time? You you know, it's, it's kind of confusing. (laughs) How am I going to make enough? How am I going to have enough? And it may be, you know, maybe you do already have enough and maybe, maybe it's hard to trust that it might be one of those things where it's like, you are barely getting your bills paid, but you are getting your bills paid. Do you, did you have breakfast this morning? Do you have clothes on your back and gas in the car? Cause if you do, you know, what does it look like to be grateful for, what it is that you have so that when you're given more, you can approach it with gratitude instead of, you know, everybody goes through phases where it feels like we have a void and sometimes Jupiter can represent the void and you can't fill the void. You can't fill the void unless you're practicing being grateful for the things you already have. If you had everything and you weren't practicing gratitude, it would never be enough. So like, yeah, just really think about a time in your life where you had very little, but you had the most delicious thing ever because you were so hungry or, you know, whatever it is, think about a time where <laughs> there's, you know, sometimes it's like certain food that you wouldn't eat, but, and this is just an example. It's not necessarily related to, well, yeah, I guess tourists can be a hungry sign. So yeah, we'll go with it. Maybe it's a time where like you had food that you don't normally like to eat, but it was delicious because you were just so fucking hungry. You know, it's very that it's very much allowing things to be as potent as they are and like acknowledging them. You can do things during this time. Like (laughs) I was just talking to a friend about um, praying over lotto tickets and how if you do that, then like whether or not you win, you're grateful for the experience. You can look up. I know, I actually, I'm not too sure in California, but in Oregon, whenever you play the lottery, it goes to help schools. The money goes to help schools. So looking at that and being like, you know what, whether or not I win, I'm so grateful that I get to participate. I have two extra dollars. I'm doing something fun. This is entertaining for me. Later tonight when they do the drawing, I'll be able to see, see what's up and whether or not I win. 
I put $2 towards helping with education. So what a grateful moment I can have of, you know, the $2 I found in my car to buy this lotto ticket, right? Whatever, whatever, just give it a moment to be grateful and mean it, which is, you know, I get it. But the grosser it feels, the more it'll help you. It's like medicine. Meow, meow. But anyways, that's last week. And getting into this week, the moon is now in Gemini. It's going to be here for the next couple of days. So this is where we get information. This is where it's a really potent time to do writing. Every month when the moon is in Gemini, what if you just wrote stuff down? And yes, Mercury is in retrograde, so it might feel a little clunkier, but it also might reveal some shadows to you. It might give you some stuff that is good to process that maybe you didn't want to look at and it's good to look at, you know, there may be some things where you're like, okay, is there an insecurity? What happens if I write it out? What does it look like on paper? You know, what, what am I seeing about myself? What can I reflect, review, revisit and reframe? So that's the next couple of days. And then, yeah. So let's see today. What even is today? Tuesday, Mars day. At the time of this recording, it's Tuesday. So probably Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe part of Thursday, maybe we'll have the Gemini. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday-ish, we'll have the moon in Cancer. And when the moon is in Cancer, it is home. The moon wants to be in Cancer. Well, does it want to be there? Oh, it's home. It's home. It's comfortable. Maybe it's neutral. You know, maybe it's just, it's just chilling. Um, it goes home. It takes a good nap. <laughs> it refreshes. It washes its face, I guess, you know. And this is a time where, you know, maybe it'll have some potency because the moon was just full in a water sign. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe. And during those few days, we can expect, you know, maybe if you have a water moon, it'll feel very natural. There's a plane going by. I don't know if you can hear it. It'll feel very natural. Maybe people around you will be like processing emotions and you'll just be like, welcome to my life. <laughs> That's something that sometimes happens when the moon is in a water sign is people who don't experience it might be having emotionally intense moments that people who have natal water moon placements are like, yeah, bitch, <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the next few days. And then over the weekend, we'll have the moon in Leo with Venus, who just went retrograde. So now Venus is direct and Venus is like we were talking about a little bit earlier, um, money, 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 money. People usually read it for relationships that are romantic, that are partnerships. And the reason for that is that Venus rules our closest relationships. It's like the people closest to us that we co-create with. And this is my own spin on it. So um, people will say business partners and romantic partners. And I'm going to say, what are the who are the people you make things with? I think Venus is just such a fucking artist. You know, Venus is all about creation, co-creation. What are we creating in our relationships? What values are present in our relationships? Are we focused on vengeance? Are we focused on balance? Are we focused on giving wholeheartedly for the pleasure of giving? Are we focused on, yeah, what, what vibes are we creating? What values are we identifying with? Because when when anything is in Leo, we're looking at identity. We're looking at identity. And with Venus, we're looking at relationships and curation. Creation and curation. Okay. So after that, I'll go ahead and tell you right now <laughs> what happens next. When we do have the new moon in Virgo, it's going to be 
next to the sun, and it'll be about taking the things you wrote during Gemini and finding a way to implement them, finding a structure to support them. So that's not going to be until like next week or whatever, whenever the new moon is. Oh, there goes another hungry pelican. Get it, girl. Get it, get it, girl. You have babies. Sorry, hold on. I think this pelican is like either has babies or there's like some other birds that are just like following her and doing what she's doing. <gasps> Cute. Well, it must not be her baby because she didn't give that, board, that other bird any of that fish that she just ate. Get it, girl. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Take care of you, boo-boo. <laughs> okay, anyway, anyway. <laughs> Uh, I should take a picture of her. If she's still here, I'll take a picture of her for the cover. Um, I'll, I'll wrap up so that we can get this this picture of the ocean. Um, so anyways, on the day of this recording, Mercury retrograde... Bye! She's leaving. Sorry, boo. Um, Mercury retrograde is on the same degree as the sun. It is Wednesday morning at... What time is it? like 8 a.m. Pacific. And um, at this point, I'll I'll spare you the fancy language and just say that like whenever, partially because I say it wrong, but anyways, um, whenever the sun is transiting a sign, it's getting a purification. So remember we were just talking about the values. So those values can have a lot to do with your soul, your identity, right? So sometimes if like, People have different values that are really driving them. Like sometimes people value like community. Sometimes people value independence and both are important, but sometimes, you know, we can have conflicting needs and there's, there's room, there's room for all of it. As long as we don't try to control each other and we just shine bright within ourselves. Right. And it can be really frustrating, especially if it's someone you're co-curating and co-creating with. It can be really frustrating when there is a conflict of need or a conflict of value. And that's kind of the lesson we're bringing in from Venus retrograde into Mercury retrograde. Because again, re- refresh, reassess, reflect, renew. These are all good things. These are all important things, especially because not to scare you, but we're in like the last business quarter <laughs> of the year. You know, we're also in like the last, we're in the last quarter of the year, whether or not we're looking at a business calendar. It's September, bro. It is September. And Virgo is very much, you know, whenever I've managed any sort of calendars, Virgo is when I did, Virgo season is when I would do the calendar for next year. And if you're looking, shameless plug, if you're looking for help, (laughs) you can do some creative consulting with me and we can make a calendar. We can do that. That's a thing we can do. But anyway, with the Mercury retrograde going into the sun, going into the sun retrograding into the sun with them being on the same degree even if you listen to this like a few days later that essence is still going to be there where our communication is it's important that it reflects our identity and our current values what is driving us right now what is like the divine truth of the moment and of course of course it's subject to change of course we can have different pulls you know it's like gravity pulls you know things in different directions sometimes and that's chill that's totally chill. So bringing in as you're communicating, making sure that you are strong within your own essence, you are committed to your own essence that you can communicate from that place and then later co-create with people from that place. And then Mars is in Libra. So <laughs> we talked a little bit about that um, last week when we got a facial. We mean we meaning me, but you were there. You were there like um, 
vicariously or whatever, getting a facial. But um, again, when Mars is in Libra, commitment to justice, truth, fairness in our actions. And when we have, you know, that can be vengeful if we're not careful. That can be a commitment to, you know, teaching someone a lesson. But (laughs) who are we to teach someone a lesson? We don't know shit. We're just other people. Like, hello, the ocean is here. Like, the ocean is bigger than us. There's, you know, the earth is bigger than us. There's forces bigger than us that are responsible for teaching lessons, and it's not us. We don't got to teach lessons. We just got to be here. We just work here. We just work here. So remembering that instead of committing to being like, that's what you get, right? I'll show you what you get for crossing my boundary. Mm, No, don't do that. Instead, well, okay, do whatever you want. However, what if you decided to make yourself responsible for your boundaries and no one else is responsible for your boundaries? It's just you. And you get to be like, okay, so this person did this thing. What will I do with that? I may need to pivot you know, how much power I give them. And we're still revisiting how much power we give people because Pluto is still in retrograde. So anyway, that's it. This feels like a long episode, so hopefully it's nice and juicy and everything you need. I'll take a picture of uh, this little beach beach area where we've been having a chat. And um, yeah, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Love you. See you later. Bye. Oh, and if you need a reading, hit me up. Duh.